What's up, world? Welcome to the Melanin Money Show, the official destination for personal finance, entrepreneurship, and wealth building for melanin millionaires. We will teach you the tools, the tips, the tactics, the hacks, and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family. And I'm your host, George Action Palm, accompanied by co-hosts Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. And of course, you know, you got your co-host here, but we have a special, special guest who's going to give you all the sauce, all the game. We actually had a podcast before the podcast. I told her to run it back just like she did when we was having an organic conversation, but none other than Sonya, the student loan doctor. How are you? Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming. Thank you. So, I mean, you're known as the student loan doctor, yes. right? So so let's start there. How, how did you get... That title, like, how did you start going down this road of being dubbed the student loan doctor? Because you're the only one. I haven't yeah. heard anybody else. How and why? Right? No, if they start something, we know how. We <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so the student loan doctor um, was I. I call it a really nice accident. Okay. And so um, I was at a, a meeting with young black people talking about like finances. I forget what the meeting was for. But long story short, I know I was in the room and I remember I had these moments as you can see earlier from panel, um, that I go rogue. And so I remember I stood up and again, I don't know where this came from. And I was like, but what about the student loan debt? That was your argument. So in my mind, I'm like, you know, that's not good. I'm working on some things. But anyway, um, when I asked the question, the presenter didn't have an answer. And I realized I had the answer because that's my professional background. Mm. And so before the student loan doctor, uh, I had been studying how student loan debt disproportionately affects African-American women mm-hmm. in my doctoral studies. And so obviously the question sparked because I'm looking at all of these people in the room, majority were black women. And I'm like, is this guy really about to close this presentation and not talk about student loans? And so long story short, um, after that conversation um, of, well, he wasn't really a friend at the time, but he became a good friend now. Mm. He was like, I'm going to sit and talk with you about something you can do with what you right. ask. And I'm like, okay. He was like, well, just, so he was like, just take me to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> right. And at that time, um, I didn't have a lot of money. I mean, I was literally just coming out of like my financial blunder. And I was so tight with budgeting at that time. Mm-hmm. I was like, so look, I could take you to Applebee's two for 20. And that two for 20, you said, yeah, man, regardless. Look, look, two for 20. I was like, you can get a lemonade. I was like, but that's refillable. Okay, I was like, don't go off the Enough for tip, it's about this true story. So, anyway, we sat at Applebee's and we charted out all the ways that I could, you know, really discuss and talk about student loans. Mm -hmm. And you know, we'll get into the the conversation about how it became a big, you know, million dollar business. But before that, it was really just the concept of I really just want to like help some people walk through it. And so, you know, for me at first, it was more like ministry, if Mm -hmm. you will. And then I didn't hear the Lord say to keep it free. Lord didn't say that. Lord didn't say that. Didn't hear the words. So yeah, so then it became a business. Awesome, awesome. So it became a business out of this desire to help people, mm-hmm. kind of being a void in the in the marketplace, and understanding that technically it disproportionately impacting you know people like you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so now let's walk down the world of like what it evolved into. Right, man. I mean, you know, God's plan is bigger than your plans, you know. Oh, for sure. And so I was, I just remember, and even like to this day, like for me, anything that's easy effort, 
Leslie done is probably God, you yep, know, God's man. will. And so um, when the business was taken off, I mean, it just like, not to be funny, had like a little bit too much traction in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, like that scary traction. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this shit, you know, I don't know because I'm like, this is moving kind of fast. It wasn't just a blog or was it just like No, it was like, um, it was like people started asking me to talk about student loan debt and, and what you could do. And what year mm-hmm. was it? So this is how I realized how crazy this world is. Did you know I ordered a white lab coat? And, it, and I engraved my stuff on it. But yeah. anybody can do that. Yeah, that yeah, is, right. Are these really doctors? Right. You know? <laughs> so I showed up with my white lab, lab coat and I brought me a stuff. Go ahead. You just do everything. <laughs> so I showed up and, and I took it serious. So people took it serious. Mm-hmm. And this is when social media Instagram was kind of just doing something. Like right. just doing this thing. So it was like, just like 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Definitely 2016. Yes, yes. And, um, you know, I mentor um, and friend Nehemiah. Mm-hmm. Um, with, with the, the, the catalyst to make it a business mm-hmm. was I sat in one of his rooms and see y'all know about these days, but this is when his room, I mean, this was like top tier to get in the room with him. It was 150. <laughs> Don't that sound like a lot? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would pay that 10 times over, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm telling you that 150 meant everything to me because again, mm-hmm. I, I was on a strict budget. I just got done overdrafting my accounts. I was just moving out that headspace. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to get some friends to pay one fifty now to be in the room, right? right. Yeah. Thanks for challenge tickets. Like, yeah, I don't know. So, so I'm like, yeah. So um, let me pay this. And I remember I was like, all right, it's how I go. I'm like, I got enough gas to get to work this week. I was like, food in the fridge, check. I was like, I'm gonna go to my grandma on Thursdays. Like, this. <laughs> I remember he, those yeah. days. It's very real. Yeah, yeah she did. She I was like, grandma, I'm gonna come see you Thursday. She knew what that. She knew that. Yeah. So anyway, fast forward. Um. I invested in myself. I show up. I had no business. Mm-hmm. I was just sitting here listening to him talk. Like, I mean, and at that time, you know, he was teaching, teaching. So it was like long hours. I mean, we were there probably like seven hours. What was he teaching back then? I mean, it was so crazy. Like, um, just starting off with entrepreneurship. Okay, just understand that. Like the super fundamentals. Yeah. So he just got you thinking about business. Yeah, it was like 20 of us. And um, I just knew that it was something special about him. I didn't know what that thing was. I'm like, I gotta stay close to him. So and this is what I wanna tell people. When you don't have money, you have your greatest asset is time. Mm-hmm. And I'm a thinker and I know how to problem solve and I could see solutions. And so I was looking at his team around him, and you know, it's his mom and a few other people that some still around, some not. And I'm like, but he don't got me though. Look. So I know it's real story. So I said I introduced myself to him. I introduced myself to Miss Myra. You know, that's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And I said, um, X, Y, and Z. And she said, okay, let me see how this goes. Mm-hmm. And I showed up. So they used to have like these strategic planning meetings. Mm-hmm. I would show up. I would come with my notes and things that he could do, events that he could hold. And com- mm-hmm. and I was just like a brain for him, if you will, for like a whole year. I never asked anything from him. Because remember, guys, I didn't have a business. Mm-hmm. And so when I finally popped out, I called him one night. I never forget. I was like, so I think I'm going to be the student loan doctor, and he was like, Mm-mm, that ain't gonna work, right? Yeah, I mean, people with too long, they got money to pay you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, he was like, no, that's not gonna work. Yeah. And I remember this is my first time ever pushing back on him. I was like, yes, it will, it will work. I was like, because, and I just, I remember going off. So we hang up. I'm like, he don't gotta see the vision. So he called back like three mm-hmm. minutes later. Yeah, he was like, yo, that's brilliant. Nobody's doing that. And matter of fact, I have a loan I need to pay off. I was like, thank you. Thank you for coming back and see how I see it. Mm-hmm. So literally, I mean, it just takes like that one person to confirm. And his opinion at that time was very, very like, right. like holy girl to me. So I'm like, all right, well, if he sees it and this person's I'm, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it just like literally, you know, we can get into it, but it just, it just took off. 
Dope. Oh, I love that. I love that. So really quickly, I want to know more about your mm-hmm. background, like how you even got to be in that room with him. So can you take us back to okay, baby yes. Sonya? And yes. How did it? college play out for you? Oh, yeah. So yes. I was broke, you know. <laughs> so so I would say offline um, that my grandmother was the first to go to college in mm-hmm. our family. And so she was one of seven out of South Carolina. And literally, she said they had to pick one person. I think whatever college cost at that time, like fifteen or 20000 for a bachelor's, my um my great uncle had it saved in cash because see wow. his sister her mom was was legally picking cotton and so they used to legally pick cotton her and her sisters as a summer job pick cotton this is not that far removed y'all right, right. it's not so, so I'm like yeah like what? I'm like, wow. like 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 real cotton bro? yeah right right like, you know, <laughs> and she was like right. she knew she didn't want to pick no cotton yeah. so she said she was the one that was really great at school because she just knew that she was going to find a way out but she didn't mm-hmm. know about no, no no money from the uncle and he got them all together and he said okay which one and they voted her this vote mm-hmm. between the siblings so she went off to college and she became a teacher because at that time that was like the stable job that you know yeah. you knew you could be needed for, right. right? So she became a teacher and then she moved with my grandfather up north to Philadelphia. Right. And uh, it's so funny after my grandmother passed away, I, I literally learned a lot more about her. I mean, we were super close, but you know, in that generation, they didn't really brag about themselves. Yeah. The Delhi News, which is a really big paper in our city, wrote up this huge color spread on her. I'm like, what in the... They did research on it. I don't know how they got so that's it. that's how you got all the information. Yeah. yeah, she was like the first African-American teacher at her school. And she was this and this. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what in So the- being a teacher runs in your lineage. You just ain't know. Everybody's a teacher in my family. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And so I knew that I would be one too because I'm the only child. So I'm a little weird a little bit. <laughs> like you told me you have conversations with yourself. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was. Negotiating with herself. I yeah. was. No. Uh, so when I was little, what my mom said is I used to teach myself by teaching myself the curriculum for the day so my mom is a teacher she brought me a whiteboard uh-huh. and i would come in after school i said all right class let the class begin now this is kind of weird y'all but <laughs> again i was the only this happened till i was like 12 i ain't y'all thank people until 12 <laughs> so praise god i have real students now i knew they was gonna, was gonna come, come but she, she was, she was yeah, practicing i was really like and then she said she used to tell that if the class went good at school, in real school, because <laughs> I would yell or not yell. She said, I started yelling. <laughs> I don't sound really weird, but I would teach the lesson at school again yeah. when I got oh, home wow. to the fake students. I know that sounds really radical, but I didn't like kids really that much. I had friends, yeah. but I was always super like mature, like, what are you guys doing with your lives? Like, <laughs> and so you want to end it, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. In hindsight, I've always been in sales and I've always been very serious about stuff. Okay. And I can tell you one thing real quick. I was like this hot Pokemon sales card trader. <laughs> Yo. Do y'all remember that? Pokemon oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, like, you I had holographic and a laminated binder. Oh, the binder? That's how you were serious. Oh, you had the binder. Some people had the deck. No. But if you had the stuff in the flippable no. binder, oh, you probably would not. I mean, you're not playing with these cards. Yeah. Really for you yeah. can yeah. knock on my hours from four to six. Come with your card. I don't really need that card. You know I got that already. <laughs> Come back when you get it. Like, this is real yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I need to find my card. Yeah. Wait, so that's your entrepreneurship story when people are like, when did well, you know? Well, that was one of them. The other thing is my mom was a single mom and I never wanted to ask her for money. Mm. So I will always create activities outside where okay. people would pay me. So, for example, like people like rides and roller coasters. So I took one of my mom's white chairs and I got my <laughs> Get out of here. Come on, bro. Don't tell me you created roller coasters. <laughs> I put leaves down for safety. 
I put the chair in the middle. I put a rope behind it. And I was, you know, I was always a little husky, though. So I was like, woo! For like Yo. 10 seconds for a dollar. Yo, imagine she had an Oculus these days, though. She was running up on these kids. No, so, yeah, I, so one day it hit my mom that I never asked her for an allowance. But what, what the thing is, I came with a bag of jawbreakers. Who jawbreakers? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. the candy. That's why I got bad teeth to this day. So long story short, I came in the house with the candy. And she thought I stole it. Right. Yeah, yeah, so I had to let her know what my husband was. I, she really made me walk her to where my husband was at the house. You're lying to me. Like, yeah. so, anyway, she's a hater. She shut down my roller coaster because she said it wasn't safe for the kids. I mean, nobody got hurt, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if they, like, put their arm up, I remember I stopped the ride. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had enough. Uh, all decided all the time. This is like real stories. So my friends, I'm still friends with. Like they know, like these is like true stories. I never asked for money at school. I would be like, you know what? I'm gonna help you with your paper. You got twenty though. Like you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I didn't write papers for people, but I would like get them started. Right, right. Only for twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. And college, mm-hmm. college. I went to a school, Bloomsburg University. There was no, there was no black hair care. It was black hair care to get for a perm or was two hours driving away. Wow. So I became the perm shop in the back of my car truck. So I would go to Philly every weekend. I buy the perm for $5 mm-hmm. and sell it at school for 20 Then my girlfriend had more bread than me. She would buy the pack weave. Um, it was pack weave going for at that time, like 30 a pack or something. She was selling for like 75 a pack. Oh, and so I'm like, well, she got the extensions and I got the perm. So you had to come see both of both us. us. Mm-hmm. So everybody yeah. on Alibaba, you're like, yo, been there, done that. I'm like, y'all lady. Yeah, yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> corner, corner the market. You know, like, the market. Right. So again, as we can see, I've always liked some money. Gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like that. I like that a lot. So I know you like money mm-hmm. and you were telling us that you just stumbled upon a full scholarship. Oh, yeah. yeah, so, so I think that was really God though because I had got a call that my bill was due. And I, you know, she said 15K. And I only know, 15K. Only 15K. So only 15,000. <laughs> was, right. was that for I for think semester? it was for the year. For, for the, the year. year. They looked okay. at it for the year. Um, and, I, and I was like, because I had some grants, you know, but I, I didn't take out loans. Remember, oh, you don't know this. So my mom, let's back up. Very important part of my storyline here. Um, I'm only child. My mom got really, really sick at mm-hmm. age 16. She had got what's called bacterial meningitis. So viral, you could die. Bacteria, you could survive. But with bacteria, you lose either your eyesight, your hearing, or mm. you die. Wow. It's one of three. Jeez. And this is one of the first cases in the country. So they thought, actually, I don't know what they thought because they didn't know what to think. So literally, a specialist flew in from France and mm-hmm. saved her life because they didn't know what it was. But I had declared she was going to live anyway. So I really wasn't saying hindsight. I wasn't worried about her dying. I probably should have been. I was just like, so, so what's the next doctor? I was like so in business mode mm-hmm. at 16 in hindsight. I said, oh, I don't like your opinion. I said, you're quite negative too. I like to talk to you. What do you think? And so yeah. I, I was dismissing doctors left and right. I, I think I only had one breakdown because she was in a coma um, for about six months. Okay. And the breakdown was on like Christmas Eve. Like, like you know. Yeah. And then like, I was like, oh, this is a real thing. Because see, even this time in my life right now, I don't really get into the problem. Like, the problem is like, oh, that's a problem. All right, what we about to go do? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect or I'm not going to cry about it. Right. But in the moment, all right, like, all right, we, we, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? And, so, and that's exactly how I did when she got sick. So long story short, you, you just don't know who you are until something major happens. Yeah. So I had... Christ is great character. You don't know that you know your, your parents' pen yeah. numbers. Mm-hmm. You don't know how that you know how to write a check. Right. I knew how to write checks, pens. I'm like... 
So I, because I knew my mom was going to come home mm-hmm. at some point, but you know, that was a whole transition story. I was still paying rent because wow. she was getting money from her. Um, she's a teacher. Yeah. And I had went to the school district and filled out the paperwork mm-hmm. for her leave of absence. I mean, I was really like a little businesswoman. You was wow. a little yeah. adult. Like I tell people all the time, mm-hmm. you know, my parents passed early. You and, know, and yeah. it made me an adult five Overnight. years before I had to. Instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that's, yeah. and that's a strength if you look at it as such. So I remember the leasing office asked me one day, because mm-hmm. we always, it's me and my mom, we always came in together. They're like, mm-hmm. where's your mom at? It's like the first time I paid rent without her. <laughs> Church was going through though, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, she's sick. They're like, what do you mean she's sick? Like, we need to go see her? Like, she's in a coma. And like, a coma? I'm like, yeah, I was like, but I didn't want to be related on rent, so yeah, she'd be fine right, with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, they let us out of our lease because we were such great paying people anyway. They yeah. were like, you can go, but like, this is weird. We were paying for an apartment, but I was paying for it because I didn't know that she would come back. Right. At that time, I had to hurry up and get my driver's license. In Philly, you're allowed to have gotten your license at age 16. Okay. She said, be off the road by midnight. That's fine. Because okay. the car was still sitting there. The car note was still being paid. Insurance mm-hmm. was still being paid. But now we got to drive to the hospital. It was like, I like, literally the guy get in to take the driving test with me. Said, put your seatbelt on. I said, okay. Um, I'm going to pass this test. I have my mother in the hospital. She's counting on this. What we're going to do is, and he looking at me like, <laughs> I don't know. To this day, he passed me because he was scared. I mean, it don't matter. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It don't I, matter. Yeah. But those things really, and when you look like reverse engineer them, like, like yeah, I was kind of built for certain things mm-hmm. because things was just happening that was really out of my control. And I'm like, what am I for? What are we going? You know? Right, right, so anyway, right. long story short, my mom woke up out the coma. I will never forget. She was deaf. That was her thing. Okay. She went deaf. Mm. So she goes, I can't hear you. I'm like, it's okay. It'll come back. And then come back. So she's like, whoa. She's like, oh my God, apartment, car. Like she's having a moment. Yeah. I'm like, calm down. It's fine. I got like this new, like, um, it's like a fake mate coat, but it was important to me. Yeah. And she's like, what is that me? Like, and she's like, like I'm spending her money. She's yeah. like, she said, go to the ATM, print me my balance. So I never forget, I printed her her balance. I was managing her money. Better than she was. She said, this can't be right. This has to be a bank error. Uh, It had like maybe close to 10,000, but that's big. Like, yeah. 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 I was like, well, no. I was like, it's no cigarettes, no eating out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was like, well, you're doing good. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a crazy story. So you went you went to college. Oh, long story short, yes, I get there. Oh, the part that I've left out is because everything was happening with my mom and I didn't have any help, you know, mm-hmm. she was supposed to help me. But yeah. when she got out of the hospital diploma, um, her brain can't do numbers. Even to this day, I still do her mm-hmm. bills. Like numbers is just very not, yeah. they don't happen for her because of all the strokes. Mm-hmm. So, um, so there's no financial aid help is what I'm getting to. So when they call me about the bill, I'm like, oh, this ain't free. Like, you know, yeah. I don't know. I, you know what it is? I had scholarships from high school that covered most of the first semester. So the call was really about second semester and beyond. So um, anyway, I had to knock on 15 doors. This is before scholarship websites. Mm -hmm. And I knocked on each door. I get to the last door. They say the scholarship application is due at five o'clock. So they're like, the story was, the question was, what hardship have you overcome? Mm -hmm. I'm like, bet. I went downstairs, typed off fast. Shout out to my typing teacher back in seventh grade. Get this handed in. And she said, okay, come back in two hours. I'll pick a winner. So we come back. And one paper had an X and one had a check. Who do you want to be? Check, check mark or the X? Check. check. Check mark. Right. I was like, okay. So I had to clear. She was like, Sonia, I'm like, they don't say losers first. Facts. So she's like, congratulations. I'm like, yay. Girl's like, Tuesday hates me. She like cries, rushes out <coughs> the room. 
And why would they bring two kids in this? Why would right. they just tell one kid like, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how. So back in the day, they just yeah. <laughs> so she's like, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I was like, how much is it towards the fifteen that I owe? I was excited, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then she was like, oh, she's like, this is a full ride. I was like, ah! <laughs> I like fell out, had a church fall out. Um, I remember I did some shouts. I know I did some praise dances, yeah. mm-hmm. and then I was like, excuse me, one second. Am I just all having fun with this white lady? This is hilarious. <laughs> So um, I immediately called my grandmother and I was like, Grandma, I was like, tell Uncle Larry, he don't got to come no more. Hang up the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, not to be funny, yeah. like we need to let him know that he got to come with the truck from Virginia. To pack up his stuff. To come get, get me right, a few right, weeks. This right. is give me some noise. Might have to take off, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. I have to up. Yeah. And so um, anyway, I'm really uh, excited about that. And I just tell people, you just don't count yourself out. What's up, guys? Have you ever been just like chilling on the couch and trying to find something to watch on Netflix and you're browsing, you're scrolling and you just can't seem to find anything that you either one haven't already watched or just doesn't seem that interesting? Well, I have the solution for you, because if you're listening to the Melanin Money show, then I know that you care about taking your financial life to the next level. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flicks. So instead of Netflix and chill, you can Financial Flicks and chill and you can find on-demand videos across personal finance, wealth building, and entrepreneurship. And right now, you can test drive Financial Flicks for just a dollar by clicking the link in the show notes. Go to melaninmoney.com forward slash Financial Flicks and check out all of the on-demand videos we have, plus all the other features that you'll get access to by joining today. An, un- an average person would have said, oh, I only have two hours. Right. I'm not going to be able to get this money. Me, I'm like, I only need two two hours. hours. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it just, just, but how Neo says, like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So I'm like, oh, I know how to type. Like, you know, when I heard the question, oh, I'm the definition of, you know, the question. Mm -hmm. Facts. Facts. Okay. Yeah. So, so now at this point, you built this. Um, you know, amazing uh, company helping. I find it ironic because some for somebody who didn't have student loans, you had student loans. No, no, no. I had student loans. All right, let's back up. So I had a full ride. But this goes back to money mismanagement. I still didn't know about money. And you got to remember, this is when True Religions was out. True Religions was lit. Remember? Give me a refund check like, Two words. Yeah, yeah. This is when, um, this is when um, we just transitioned from Bundle to Remy. Oh yeah, Remy got expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how you do that. And guys okay. tell, tell the difference. But. And then it's so like, you apply. Oh, I was the sharpest thing when I came, but then I came back to this day. Okay. What? Because yeah. I didn't have average money. And they were, like again, right. everything was covered. Mm-hmm. So that refund, I knew how to make it do what it do. And mm-hmm. I had some jobs already. Right. I was used to working. So I think I had like three jobs. Mm-hmm. At age 18, I was making 2K a week from Sears. Wow. Like I was really already killing. I really don't know why I was in school, to be honest with you. <laughs> but my, my grandmother, I know why. My grandmother had a strict policy. This is like not a fake one. Mm-hmm. You either went to college or the military or you leave. Wow. And I don't know, like leave is kind of like to the abyss. Yeah, no, it's like, it's like don't yeah. come back here. Like, you know no, what I'm saying? Like for you forbidden. Happened to a family member. So, <laughs> so that it was real. And I remember I tested it. I called her. I was like, so I think um, I'm going to take a semester off. Mm. She said, mm, where would you live, baby? You got to put those classes back. <laughs> so, yeah. So I was like, you won't finish school, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But that's just, but again, remember where she came from, you right. know? There wasn't no quitting option. 
It's just paid with cash, you know? Mm-hmm. So ain't no pass out. So I'm not gonna lie, like it's super tempting. So I went to bas- I went to college on a basketball scholarship. Oh, okay. So I remember sitting with my teammates and like literally coach has us down in mm-hmm. the library at the computers and finishing our basketball and taking our loans or whatever. And so my teammate, I look over and I'm like, what you doing? Oh, I'm about to accept this loan for like 60 grand. And yeah. I was like, you're on a full ride scholarship. I'm bought out right <clears throat> So literally, teammates spent all that 60 grand within the first three months, last two months of semester, no money. Wow. So was that what you were doing? Cause you I had moderation. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the thing is I didn't take a lot of scholarship, a lot of student loans out. For me, it was more so about I wanted premium housing, okay. and so the 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 money that they gave me was like for dorm, yeah. for books and tuition. But nobody wanted me to dorm if you fly. Like, how you popping with a dorm? Right. You know, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> the dorms ain't what they used to be, right? right. So, so like, well, they different now. So mm-hmm. I wanted the on campus apartment. Yeah, I remember those. with the yeah. room the size of a closet. Freshman year, <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. And then freshman year, I went in my own room. I literally was like, y'all I've always been such a boss. Excuse me. <clears throat> Hi, y'all. Uh, I'm in uh, uh, Luzerne. I'm going to need to be transferred next semester to a single. <laughs> yeah, that's not good for me. <laughs> oh, I can cover that. That's fine. Right, send me a bill. And then they're like, who gets a single as a freshman? Like, yeah, right, right, right. They thought I was like rich or something. But nobody knew that I really did have hardship. And I did take some of my refund and send it back home. That's big Because enough. remember, my, oh, well, I think I said this offline. My grandmother retired, only made 35K thereabout. Mm-hmm. And she was taking care of all three of us. And she didn't believe in food stamps. She didn't believe in her house was paid. So 35K with everything kind of paid. Yes. She didn't have a car note. Mm-hmm. It's doable, right? Yeah. At that time. So I would just like come home with some money. Or she wouldn't really accept too much from me. So I would like go fill the fridge up. Right, right. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I, I did take some money and help out because I'm like, I started to understand money, but I'm like, this ain't, y'all ain't got no money. Like, this ain't. Yeah. Then what happened was the government corrected the social security that they owed me and my mom. Mm. And y'all, this is what it's like to have a 15K day. Oh, this is, this is handy. <laughs> I, had a, that I had a 15K, 15K day, day in college. <laughs> I got yeah. my social security check mailed to me. It was 15K. I, I, mm. I was like, At that time? Uh, <laughs> Can you explain for people who are watching like what that is exactly? A 15K they're, probably, day? They're, they're probably confused about why you got that check. Yeah, so when my mom got really, really sick, um, the government, when you are underage, um, gives you a disability check. My mom gets one, I get one. My mom's check was like 60K. And then mine's was like 15. Remember, we was we never got anything. Oh, so they're supposed to be giving yeah. to you never got to you. Yeah, that so my 15K came, hers 60K. You know, I'm like, I'm on the way. <laughs> I, 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 I took the car to college, so they didn't have a car. So they was waiting for me to go to the mall. So, so <laughs> I think I skipped classes. Like, so we go to the mall. I can afford to miss this class. Yeah. Um, I remember my closest friends, like, they still my friends to this day, though. I ordered them some true religion. Like, true religion. <laughs> Everybody get true religion. Yeah. Everybody Yo, but I've such a giver. Like, we was good friends. Like, let me get you some Gucci. Like, gotcha. I got you. Um, then I'm like, you know, we're not eating campus food today. We're going to Red Lobster. Like, it was like, <laughs> nah, you know, I'm, like we, I'm like, you know what? It's Saturday. We all both. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. I love it. So you've always been drippy. Because you're drippy now. And you're yes, always drippy. Every time but I'm see, like, this is why I had to get to this level of success. Because you, you, you have no choice. Back against the wall. The drip ain't going to stop. And but, you know, it wasn't feeling like broke. Yeah, right. I didn't assign in that lifestyle, you know. Yeah. So anyway, when um when I graduated, it's so funny, yo. Like, 
I really had more money before I graduated college. When I graduated college, I didn't have a serious job no more. Mm -hmm. Again, I was making after college what I was making before college. And again, I'm not upset that I went to school and got these degrees because that's what makes my grandmother happy, God rest her soul. And I think degrees are very important. But, you know, I had that it thing before degrees. And so if I knew better, if I knew that I was like the child salesperson of the year, I would have been, if I I was my parent, I maybe now would have steered my, if I was with my child, into a more entrepreneurship journey. Like I did all the things that showed you I like money. Matter of fact, like my cousin, he was my older cousin at the time. He said, listen. If you make yourself a web page out of HTML, I'm gonna give you a hundred dollar bill. Mm. So I say you got a book on it. Yeah. I didn't go outside for two weeks because mm. I needed to make this page. Mm-hmm. Four hundred bucks. Four. <laughs> it was the most functional website that you ever could see that a ten year old can make. Like Jesus. It Jesus. wasn't about being techie. Yeah. I wanted the money. <laughs> give me the money. And then my aunt used to do this thing that if you got straight A's, you get a hundred dollars mm-hmm. every market period. What did I start getting? Straight A's. Straight A's. And again, it wasn't about being a nerd. I wanted the money. So so it's all about knowing the right incentives, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. what is your child gravitating towards? And for you, the path to the $100 was straight A's. The path was... Uh, HTML. So all you got to do is put do what, what they want on the other side of it, and they're gonna. He's like, yo, you really made it. Right. You really got my money. Okay, okay. So for the um, student loan piece, right? Um, what are some things? Cause you still you still own the student loan oh, yeah. business, right? Mm-hmm. Right. What are the biggest mistakes you see people, people make with student loans, and, mm-hmm. get, and how can they remedy those? The biggest mistake is like waiting too long to get a plan. So, you know, I'm I'm really excited with the new news that just came out that if you were in default, um, the government's taking you out, giving you what's like a fresh start program. Okay. And they're just taking everybody out. Mm-hmm. And so So if you default on your loans, they they okay. it's coming that everybody just gets taken out. Okay. I don't know the day nor the hour, but that was declared by Biden like two weeks ago. Okay. So I'm so excited because I'm thinking about like three, you know, I take all my clients personal and, and I don't work with all my clients one-on-one anymore. It's been some years. But the ones that I worked with one on one, there's three in particular that I really just need to think of their name completely. I just know they like their first name, and I want to call them personally and be like, "You free?" Like they, I had these three clients that I literally could not help because they had defaulted twice. Mm-hmm. When you default twice, that's, that's it. it. That's it. It's game over until it's paid off. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to seeing what this fresh start is going to do for them. Yeah. Meaning, never buy a home. Right. You know, probably never get a car. Right. Like the never is like a big thing, right. like a permanent default. So I think people wait too long, to be honest, before they make a game plan. Last thing is that people <clears throat> just don't take advantage of the programs that do exist, that are real, that are working. Mm-hmm. Like the public service loan forgiveness program. It used to be really trash, but mm-hmm. it was really, really good now. Yeah, I heard, it's I heard it was working. It's been helping a lot of people. Yeah. So it's like, and so people are so like stubborn, like it never worked before. That's before this administration cleaned it up. Try again. I literally legit last month had a lady go back and forth with me. Mm-hmm. She wasn't even my client per se, but she was talking to me. I indulged it. And she was like, I've applied three times. Nothing ever happened. Yeah. I'm like, well, could you just apply one more? Because I know from what I read is different. Yeah. What y'all think happened? She got approved. 30 days later, 60 days gone. 60,000 mm-hmm. gone. 
um, you don't have a student loans problem. You have a streams of income problem. And what I mean by that is, and particularly, it's so different from men and women, right? So when I talk to a man about his student loans, I mean, it's like this line come up on his forehead. His legs start shaking. He got to get rid of it tomorrow. Like, he don't even sleep well. Like, most men, men can have student loan debt, but they're not comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. Or they get rid of it faster than women. And they're driven, if they really love you, sis, this is for you, to help you get rid of it. Case in point, I met a couple here at the conference this weekend, and he said, I loved her so much, I helped her get rid of it. I said, I didn't know they were married already. I said, and if you guys are married, you need to marry him. (laughs) She said, right after that, I did. Okay. (laughs) The final balance is a good man. So it's so funny when I used to really do one-on-one, and I do miss the one-on-one coaching for this reason, because these little interview stories, Mm -hmm. but Guys would like legit before they would propose to a girl, they would come and see me about their girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they would be like, I'm about to propose to her. You know, she's amazing. She says she, but you know, she got 60,000. I can't walk in this. Marriage is a financial situation. I said, well, Do you think she would be open to meeting with me? Mm-hmm. That's the first question. Yeah. You know, he was like, We'll see. I'm gonna bring her next week. All right. I'll never forget this one girl came in, <laughs> arms is folded. She was this is years ago. She was so mad. I don't yeah. know, man. Love you, you know. Yeah. So she met and she just like she tight, you know, like her little thumbs are shaking. And I said, sir, can you like go get coffee, leave, and come back in like thirty minutes? Yeah, you like, in person stuff. This I had long time ago, long time <laughs> in ago. person, one on one. What were you charging? That would never happen again. Oh my god, <laughs> probably at the session was like a hundred, just a hundred. Just a hundred. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> um, but again, it validated that this is a real working business. Facts. You can mm-hmm. see it, feel it, touch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also had like a fake event space at the time because the office was 1,400 square feet. Mm-hmm. So I would do my own brunches, my own. So I was cashing out on the weekends with events too. Okay. So okay. Thing. I was like, oh. So anyway, he leaves and I said to the girl, she didn't want to talk. I said, I made sure the door closed. I'm like, look, this is what we're about to do. I was like, you gonna fix your attitude? I'm still fulfilling. <laughs> I know she's gonna say what she's gonna say. I was like, you gonna fix your attitude? I'm like, this man brought you in here because he loved you. I said, and low key, I said, men only do this if they want to marry you. And you about to blow an engagement to this man because you got attitude. I said, so we're gonna get this work done. And when he come back, we're gonna tell him the game. Man, that you gonna tell him the game. I'm talking about all crazy with this. And she's like, did, matter of fact. <laughs> so we really came up with a real game plan. She was a teacher. So so all she had to do was enroll, put the payment like this. The problem is her loans were about to go into default. She didn't ever make a payment. Mm-hmm. And so she just had all that nervousness. Mm-hmm. I don't take things personal. I still don't take things personal. But you are going to come up with a plan. So he come back in. You know, he looking at me. I'm looking at him. And I said, all right. I said, tell him the plan. You know, it's all spicy. <laughs> and yeah. she like, the plan is, um, I'm going to do. It was like, what's the plan? And he all said, right. okay. What y'all think happened two weeks later? He proposed. <laughs> it wasn't that he wasn't going to marry her because she had student loan debt. He wasn't going to marry her because she had no, no plan, plan for the student loan debt. So anyway, she sent me a DM like maybe a month after that with a really nice apology slash thank you, girl. Yeah. yeah, because I knew mm-hmm. I've seen these appointments before. Yeah, yeah. This is only happening because he's about to propose. Right. He mm-hmm. might even have helped her. We don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so, 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 ladies, that means you already, no. you already know. Don't, don't, miss don't miss your Bitcoin. Don't miss your get rid of too long. So, so full signed. transparency. Right, a few hours ago, we were downstairs eating, and she got some big stuff planned. I don't know if she want to share the details of for her birthday. Mm-hmm. So, let's just say your business has evolved. 
I don't want to spoil the surprise. Right? I don't know where what would you share, right? But like, I don't know the series, so it's fine. We can do it. Okay, so she's renting the biggest yacht in Miami. In Miami, oh, right? Mm-hmm. How big is it? Oh, and I say, I was. Oh, I was talking about him. Yeah, 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 the yeah. biggest how, yacht how big in Miami. Three hundred uh, feet. So is that three hundred people? No, it's like, it's like 500 people. It's like probably the size of like two blocks. Right. So it's a, no, it's, it literally has its own parking spot. It's it's a it's, it's, a, it's a big. Let's let's just say, in in, in the right neighborhood, it, to the cost to to reserve this could be the same cost of a house, right? Yeah. Now, oh, the cost of a Lamborghini. Right, the cost of a Lamborghini, right? To reserve it for one day. To reserve for one day. Okay. Right. So so we're talking talking big stuff here, but I'm, I'm bringing this up for one one very important reason, right? I'm I'm curious to know the evolution of your because obviously you started. <laughs> what happened was <laughs> walk us down that road, right? <laughs> Legal stuff. So, um, so let's back up. So in 2018, this is when it all starts to get really fun. Um, okay, no, let me go back a little bit. In 2017, I think I showed you my picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, now I'm you know I'm thick now. Yeah. You no, know, but you saw me before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I want somebody to vouch my storyline. So, you know, when I was looking at myself in the mirror, I just couldn't see myself anymore. So in 2017, I decided to have the sleeve surgery. And that was a really big deal for me because as an entrepreneur, I didn't have the health care that most people would have to cover a surgery like that. And that surgery, I never forget, cost me about $16,000 in cash. Okay, what is that? Um, it's the sleeve surgery is really basically take out like part of your stomach to reduce what you eat and weight gain. Okay. So, and it helps you drop like 60 to 100 pounds, like kind of instantly, whatever. But me did a 60 pound drop and then I did the other 40 through working out. So anyway, so, um, so funny. I remember telling the doctor, oh, so funny. He was like, I think we should postpone the surgery. He was like, I think we should wait until your iron levels are, you know, yeah, da, da, da. Yeah, he's like, and then I think we should have you get the surgery above it. Now that one's only 30K. Cause he realized I was a cash paying client. Uh-huh. But, yeah. And again, I always carried it like I had money. But remember, this is new entrepreneurship. Yeah. I had just saved this 16. I mean, to the dollar. You know what I'm saying? And at that time, I was fat, but nothing was like wrong yet. Like, mm-hmm. but it was like right before wrong, yeah. you know? And so I said, no. I said, cause in three months, I could develop a, a high blood. Yeah. I could develop. Mm-hmm. I was like, and furthermore, I was like, what you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not going to say this. Cause he was trying to kiss my appointment. I said, I moved my calendar for a whole week. I was like, sir, do you know how much money I'm about to lose from if you move my stuff? I said, I see you on the 11th. Matter of fact, I'm going to be here early. So I'm telling the doctor. Yeah. Like, you don't know, I spent six months in the hospital with my mom. I, I, said, game. Yeah. I said, I just want to make sure you good. Are you good? Right, yeah. And I said, and I was like, and I was like, my iron always been low. So the number said, <laughs> right at the minimum. <laughs> right. <laughs> so long story short, we had surgery. Um, it's so funny. Um, I totally apologize after. But in the moment, like, this meant a lot to me because oh, I also had, um, and Neo will tell you, when I used to serve with Neo and do all these events with him, mm-hmm. I had a really bad sciatic nerve pain. Mm-hmm. And I would have to lean like 10 minutes into something or sit down every five, yeah. still smile and hug people. And, you know, this is right when the circle of greatness was starting. Okay. And, and But no, no, no. Like, I was in extreme pain. I, I wanted that relief. What's going on, guys? George Pong here, and I am the founder of Melanin Money, the number one brand for wealth builders of color. You know, I look at wealth building like a sport. In every sport, you got to have a uniform. And so what is the official uniform for wealth builders of color? 
that's where Melanin Money comes in. So if you go to melaninmoney.com and use code MELANIN15, you'll get 15% off your order of the entire store. And I think you're going to absolutely love our latest additions, right? It's literally a um, productized emotion of what it feels like to build black wealth, right? But you get to wear it. Um, you get to share the world, like your hard work that you're doing on this journey of building wealth. And we can't wait for you to join Team Black Wealth by shopping melaninmoney.com. So I still have to say, I did that first. Okay. Because then, because God told me to get ready. Like, I heard those words. Yeah. So in 2018, um, <laughs> Neil again, mm. these plays is always make us mistake. Yeah. He said, you need to make a meme for, uh, for Black History Month. I said, okay. I said, well, what you want me to say? He was like, tell him. You know, I'm the first African-American woman owned student loan payment company in the country. So I made the little meme. It's me like, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I put the little type. This, I'm telling y'all, it was just like a white background, yeah. black, white picture. Nothing special. That meme went viral. Literally so, overnight. So did you just say the African-American... I, yeah, I just first put my title. Because mm-hmm. okay. we just trying to ride with first whatever. Yeah. For, for, like, so it's, it's, okay, right. right. It's still a play. So, it's still a play. Yeah, still right. a play. So all these blocks started picking it up. I was like, oh my God, point this are coming in. Yeah. I never forget I was on all your road driving. It's like one of the main roads in Philly. Uh-huh. Ding, ding, ding. I'm like, hello. Hi, this is um Maisha from the Shade Room. <laughs> so I like pull over, skirt over, and I'm like, yes. She's like, tell me your story. First of how she got my number to this day, right. we don't know. She went to the same room, they figure it out. <laughs> I'm like, so, um, got your story ready. Mm-hmm. Never know who's gonna call you. Yeah. And she said, I love it. Posted it. I'm like, thank you. Hang <laughs> up. I called Neo, another person, and my best friend. And my best friend was like, Bash, we got <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't really know what the, the shade room was. Right. But I knew it was something. I just, right. you know. And um, I remember this, the Shaving at the time had 12 million followers. I know they got way more now, right? I think it's like 26 now. So I'll say 12. Yeah. So when she posted it, um, man, like, I don't know. Like, I remember feeling like my phone broke. And I had such mm-hmm. great friends. I remember I was at the office and I was about to walk out the door. It was like 9.30 p.m. And my phone, it didn't start shaking. But it felt like it started shaking because it blinked so much. Yeah. And it, all these alerts went off. It froze my phone. The way the alerts came in, wow. you know, notifications. And I remember using the office phone. I was like, D, Char, I call all of them. Get up here now. We've got a situation. We're going viral. Like, yeah. So you didn't so, leave the office. You didn't leave the office. No, I ordered them some pizza. <laughs> we go. Phones was ringing until like two a.m. Wow. Eight hundred emails. Eight hundred DMs. It's like. The service business entrepreneur dream, dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for one free post. Mm. Then wow. the girl liked me so much, she posted me again that year. Again, she said the Lord told her to do it. And that's a true story. What? I said, what else did Jesus say? Hear <laughs> 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 another word. <laughs> so I right still talk on Instagram now. So that changed my business overnight. Right. Like, and what year is this? Is this, this is now 2000 and um, right at the start of 18. Okay. 18. And I just had hired like two people. Mm-hmm. There was two people I wasn't really thinking about hiring. And I'm like, ah, come on. Come on, come on in. And then I, so I had to run the business. Now this time I'm full time. So I was running the business. I moved my appointments up mm-hmm. on my calendar. Like I'm telling you, I had a 30 minute lunch break. If I was starting at 8 a.m., 
and I ended at like 7 p.m. So I could start training from 5.30 to 11 p.m. And they could see some shadowing. Mm. And then I could train. So I was training and sh- I don't know who the hell I thought it was. I was legit working. So when they be telling yeah. how you just like, yeah, yeah. no, that happened again. Yeah. I thought I had just left that face. Yeah, I was yeah. going home at 9.30, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that all started again. So now we up and running. And now we got, now now it's like a call center. That's why the office was so big. I had desks. I bought desks with cash. I bought phones. I bought laptops. And I had a call center going mm. on in the office. How many people was it? At this point, we had five people. Okay. Five people. And then um, I heard a sermon from T.D. Jakes that said, um, black women businesses fail because you don't know how to get out your business and be about your business. Mm. And that was the game changer, the sermon I needed to hear. And I closed my calendar instantly. And I just remember I was going to focus on being a CEO and a leader because it's very hard to have appointments. It's like, well, what you need up? Yeah. You got paid? Okay. Well, um, Sheila, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it was just, so it was a very pivotal, 2018 was so big. Then um, this is when Neil was teaching people how to write real books, like not ebooks, books. Yeah. Neil, has, has, Neil has books, you know that, right? Yeah, I mean, he has mm-hmm. curriculum now. But he, yeah. So I ran the play. I mean, I was the play runner. I mean, yes, he <laughs> gave you the play to get on Shade Room, get run the next play. Like, Every, you know? So let me let me tell you what I missed, yeah. truthfully. Yeah. I got all the plays. Yeah, there was all, nobody all, else yeah. to get plays to. So he had to give it to somebody. Let me say, like, I was the play concept. Like Bill, tester. tester. I was a tester. And if it worked, you just get all the yeah, yeah. it didn't work. <laughs> so I wrote a book. I wrote a kids' book. I got two other published books. And now I'm at the post office with it. The guy I was dating at the time, such child labor loss. Um, his daughter was like, hey. I'm like, baby, you like gluing? She was gluing labels. Like, hey. She gotta eat. Get it done. I'm like, they blue like this. All right, here we go. All right, now I need you. Like he working too. Everybody gotta work. Yeah, like gotta work. we had to fulfill when the shade room dropped. We had to fulfill 600 book orders. Like I have wow. never. I would never like. Ch- I, that was a great time though. Yeah. And then that was a different type of money for me too. Because yeah. then we got business money coming in. Like, yeah, streams. You like hold on, wait. Right. We got book money coming in. Oh, I didn't even get to press. Now I gotta fly everywhere mm. and do all these interviews on all these TV shows and news outlets. One post machine. One post. You gotta be ready. That's the crazy thing. Don't yeah. need to, you know, get ready if you stay ready. Right. So if you mm-hmm. could quantify that particular post, like what do you think it was? How much? What, what do you think you would have paid for that at that time? Well, at that time, posts were going for like two thousand. Yeah. They were selling posts for two thousand. So it sounds, sounds, sounds to me like a no-brainer, though. Yeah. The reason why I think the post did well was because I fell under a post called Positive Business Alert. So not like ad. So it wasn't ad. ad. Yeah. It was a really organic, thorough write-up of yeah. the business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't like, you can't pay for what she wrote. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how she wrote what she wrote. Because I mean, the conversation, I didn't think it was that long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but again, it's a lot of Jesus mm-hmm. in yeah. this situation. <laughs> right. So after that, that allowed me to get into Forbes. Money, oh, so Money Magazine was another hit. Money Magazine was uh, a phone call like similar. And she was like, we're going to put you online. Let's just see how you do. And you know, it's a little different with the other people. Yeah. They don't just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I said, I'm like, and at this time I kind of feel myself like online. <laughs> I'm a whole write-up worthy. Yeah. She said, if you do well online, we'll put you in print. Cool. It went to print. Yeah. <laughs> so I was literally on page four um, in the Dave Ramsey article um, cover. 
Here's what God taught me about that moment, though. Because um, how some people might feel about Nehemiah or Oprah or that's how I felt about, you know, Dave. Mm. And I still love him to this day, but he's human. He he replayed me. He played me. Yes, he did. I went to his VIP event. It was $5,000 to go. It was the biggest ticket I've ever spent on an event. And I just wanted to show him the magazine. I don't know if I wanted a picture with him. Mm. I just wanted to tell him thank you. The business had really took off because I took a financial literacy class with him. Okay. Well, well, of his teachings, let right. me say it that way. And when um, he found out that I wanted to talk to him about it and show him the magazine, he got up from the table where I was coming to and was like, I can't be a part of this. And I'm like, wait, what? And in hindsight, you know, his uh, manager had apologized to me. I Maybe he misunderstood. Maybe he thought I was like a part of the Money Magazine group or something. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to show him, forget the cover. He didn't agree to the cover. That's what it was. Okay. I just wanted to show you because of you, this is the business that resulted. Right, right, right. You know. So anyway, but what did that teach me in that moment? Idolize God, not people. Mm. Does that make sense? So that was, I needed that moment to happen. I remember I cried like <clears throat> like my eyes out because this was my person. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, I'm like, <laughs> I'll see you on CNN. Like, yeah, right, you know, right, now right, right, right. Right. Now it's up there. Like, now it's up there. Meet me there, fam. It's up there. But anyway, so love them that. But still, but but everybody has to have that moment as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And even for some people that like follow Neil's lineage and Twitch, like, no, it's still a man. It's still a person. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to find out how to be you. You can't be him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's what that taught me because I was going in that trajectory, if you will. Yeah. Oh, um, how we get to the money? That was your original question. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. no, nah, we needed that background now. That, yeah, that, that, that was, was the point because I don't want people to think I just showed up with a Lamborghini one. Right, right, like, right, no. Right, right. All of that had to happen now. The pandemic. Pandemic well, it's a very tragic time. I am sorry that the pandemic occurred. There's two people in this world that's going. things are going to happen. When businesses close down, I just knew mine wasn't. What mm-hmm. got stopped in, in the pandemic? Yeah. Student loans. Yeah, 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 yeah. When they sent that moratorium out, yeah, yeah. ain't going to be no student loans. I said, oh! Yeah, yeah, right. I ain't going back! <laughs> <laughs> Most people would have voted at that moment. Like, <clears throat> like, why me? Like, you know. I called the state of emergency meeting. From home, because we all Zoom at this point, remember? Right. We were already using Zoom. My team already was virtual. Again, stay ready. Yeah. Already had this down. I put on my put on my, my suit in the house. I, I had to set the tone for the meeting. Yeah, just being going out And there. I was like, so this is what's going to happen. I was like, I'm going to come up with a, with a plan, a product. Uh-huh. I'll keep you posted. There is no layoffs in this business. Because at this point, remember, y'all had payroll. Right. So I'm like, and um, I said, stay tuned. I said, and if y'all show up, at this job, because we're on virtual, yeah. like for real, for real now. I'm like, like it's a pandemic, this will be your last day. Shut the Zoom off. <laughs> so I'm like, Lord, what's the plan? <laughs> so Neo called me. And at the time, we was just kind of talking, not talking. Like, you know, he's really grown at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, like student loans is not. I'm like, what am I going to do? He like, you ready for that ebook? This we just started uh, ebook. Uh. Thank you before the inner circle. I'm like, tell me the plan again. Uh, Humbly. I'm writing notes, you know, back to being student. I said, all right. I said, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get in the lab, home, put my phone on Do Not Disturb for three days and Mm -hmm. get this ebook out. And he was like, I'll even give you the person that do my funnels. Just giving you plays. He was like, you got got a payer, payer. I paid her. Mm -hmm. And the funnel was a funnel. And I'm telling you, I never forget. Right when I'm, I don't even know, I made a fake launch. I don't even know. Because I was out. But I, what I did was, I said, I'm coming to Atlanta to launch ebook. 
Now, y'all, in theory, you don't got to go nowhere to launch. No, see, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I don't understand. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I rented a fly car. I went with Neil to the mall. We bought some stuff. I bought a Versace robe. No, this is a true story. Some yeah. Versace glasses. I need to see you live. Yeah. I sat at the, I forget what hotel, not far from here. Uh-huh. Put the robe on. Put the glasses on. Went live. I can't explain what the concept was. I was saying, I was giving thought process. It's okay. But, and uh, all I remember was, I'm about to make some money. You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score today. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have a personal financial advisor that you could ask questions to to help you navigate, you know, spending decisions, help you, you know, figure out investments that make sense for you to help you achieve financial success? Well, you no longer have to wonder that because we created that inside the Melanin Millionaires Club with our flagship feature, Pocket Advisor. With Pocket Advisor, it's just like it sounds. You have an advisor right in your pocket where you can ask a real expert, real questions in real time to help you navigate your journey towards financial success. So if you want to learn more about that, click the link in the show notes, go to melaninmoney.com forward slash pocket advisor to learn how you can get an advisor in your pocket for less than $2 a day. I just knew I was. And that night I had me 15K. Yo, from a $47 ebook? $47 ebook. Yo, Might have been 29 Who knows? All Yo, second, I- So second 15K day. Yes. Yeah. Let's correct him about this. Yeah. Uh, and I sat there and I and I was changed. I had characters. So I have a couple personalities. Uh, Sonia, Sa- Sonia, Susan, and Sasha. Okay. Sasha is spicy. That's the one who pops out. Sonia is me. <laughs> you all me, Sonia. Yeah. And Susan, darling, she has her glasses. <laughs> so I was teaching my Instagram family during the entire pandemic that when Susan comes on, it's time to talk about some money. Isn't that crazy? That's so so I used to dip off like this. <laughs> Yo! Yo, y'all gotta watch the YouTube to see. If y'all not watching the YouTube, y'all gotta watch the YouTube to see that moment right there. Fall over on the side of that dip off, yo. That should be a gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would come back with the glasses and I would pop on my Chanel pants. This is true story. This is only like last year. Come on, like darlings, darlings. (laughs) <laughs> and they'd be like, darling, Susan's here, Susan's here. Man, we should test it one day. No, we should. Like, like, no, like, people look at your idea. I haven't done it in like a whole year. Like a but TV show. Yeah. It is like a TV show. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, darlings, I heard the money's here. <laughs> I said, no, nah, I have to let Susan go if the money's going to start pouring in. Heck is, I had my second phone. And I started shouting names up. Tanya, I see you with your... Tanya! So people would, was loving it. It was yeah. so weird. Oh, praise God. So anyway, long story short, I remember I needed that money. Like that ebook money stopped my business from folding. Like legit. Like then, well, I just went and bought a couple houses in cash and some cars. Because now I was like, well, I want some assets. And then I bought some houses in cash and I turned those into Airbnbs. And I started doing tour well, I brought my Rolex. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Yeah, but, but I, I just see wanted it. one, you I know. <laughs> you know, I well, I had cash, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, and it's so funny, like it, it, you know, the ebook 
did something that I just thought it would never do, but I didn't understand about how funnels work. I didn't understand how to massively reach people. And I just didn't understand that that's what my audience had wanted. Yeah. You know? And what was it what was the ebook about for those who don't know? So the first one was about um student loan debt. Okay. Oh, remember this remember Megan the Stallion song, Savage? Mm. Um uh classy, boozy, bougie, ratchet, right, right, whatever. Right. So you know I ain't slow. I heard the song, I'm like, it was a meme going around. Um, that that like you got savage credit or bougie credit or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I like this concept. Well, I'm gonna go ahead. I won't be trademarking nobody infringement. Rosina, give me a trademark that says Savage <laughs> AF. So I made masks that says Savage AF mm-hmm. T-shirts, and I did a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And Just now capitalizing I'm on, on every episode. I'm on the back of a pickup truck like Savage. It's sold out. The ebook did more numbers. Wow. That's how I got the second house. Then the first ebook, because I got, I, you couldn't listen to that song if you was following me and not think about your credit. Men too. Yeah. Like, so now I took them through a 31 day. All my ebooks are set up like a challenge. Okay. Yep. Okay, gotcha. So, mm-hmm. Wow. That is quite. Quite the story. Quite the story. You're a storyteller, by the way. Literally, I'm replaying all this stuff. Like, and I remember, you know, because all this stuff is not that long ago. You know, all this stuff is quite new to me still, even. And that's why it's it's important to not get too comfortable, you know, um, so you can stay a good creative. Okay, absolutely. I I love it. I love it. I'm going to interrupt us really quickly just to share one of our five star reviews. Mm -hmm. Um, And the title makes me think about what you just said. So, the uh, this is from KK with a drooling emoji a money emoji and the two little hearts emojis okay if you're watching we would love to send you some merch so kk said open the floodgates with the gym uh i just wanted to say i appreciate all of you so much i've been tuning in for the past couple of days since i discovered the podcast and omg Y'all dropping gems that feel illegal to know, LOL. So it's a whole long review. We Aww. really appreciate you, KK. Appreciate you, KK. Um, says, hope to speak with all of you soon. So have we dropped Black Equity Time? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's live. We live. Yeah, Black yeah. Equity Time. Yeah, yeah. So Melon and Money will be an official partner and sponsor of the Black Equity Con. So we in the building. Yay. Oh, so we, in the, so we in the building. So tap in with us. You're going to be there, right? It's in Miami. It's in Miami. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what's the date? June, June 9th and 10th? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so Black yeah. Equity Con is going to be a vibe. So if y'all want to get in the room, as they say. If you want to connect, connect with the lovely Sonia right. in person. Yes. Right. It is down the street from me. Yeah. See her. Uh-huh. So you know. Her, her, her Batmobile Lamborghini. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> on course mode. Very loud. Disruptive. <laughs> Got it. Neo told me that one. <laughs> so, But I, I feel like you really just opened the floodgates for a lot of people. Sharing your story mm-hmm. from the very beginning mm-hmm. of like, I was charging $100. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, with people walking Sharing hotel rooms. So like, this is my out. process of how I went through that. So thank you so much. $15,000 days. Showing that. Yes. Yeah. That was so yeah. epic. I'm still not sure what happened. Yeah. It was the energy, and I. That's why. That's why it's so important. Like you gotta believe it. Like I knew on that plane ride, I had. Now this is before. Now first class is a must now. Anyway, but before <laughs> that time, I just started booking first class tickets. I took a first class ticket there. I look. I came to Atlanta on the assignment of some money. I think I had lunch with Nehemiah. Like I just knew. I'm about to make some money. I didn't really have a game plan. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Yeah. All I knew, I was like, I'm going to get this robe, them glasses, so Susan Pablo. Yeah, yeah, and then crazy dip off. Crazy dip off. <laughs> Fall right. real fast. Boom. Pop back up. Yeah. So I was going to ask you what would be your advice to that beginning struggling <laughs> entrepreneur? 
So I, you remember the young lady brought me over yesterday? Yeah. So one of the things that I take very serious with anybody starting a business, particularly if you're going to be implementing social media, which you all should, is that people need to know you. Like before they want to buy from you, mm-hmm. especially if you have a service-based business. Now, if you're selling apparel, merch, maybe not. So it's depends on how we want to do this. Mm-hmm. But service-based businesses, you really want to be somebody coach. You want to be that person for that person. They need to know you. People right. buy people. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I told the young lady yesterday is I say you need to really focus and develop on building out your brand. Like when we say Carter, we think taxes. That's it. Yeah. We say Michael Jordan, we think that's basketball. We think Kobe Bryant, we think basketball. Nobody right. stuttered, right? Right. You know, so my goal is Sonya Student Loans, right? right? Or and it was funny is I don't even really need you to know my first name. Just know the student loan exactly. doctor. Facts. That's right. where the money coming at. Mm-hmm. So right. I don't even call me Tisha. I don't. You know, so the thing is, be synonymous with what you do. And the reason why I think a lot of people fail in the beginning when they start business is because they don't. They don't, they don't go enough, they don't go long enough to fail. Mm-hmm. Like, fail it out. Right. And then you can honestly say, this not your business. Right. 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 But people do stuff and kind of do well. Right. They kind of fail. Maybe, <coughs> and then they pivot. Who told you to change it? Right. Just when people started knowing and trusting you in the accounting space, now that's like Carter coming like, you know what, guys? I'm going to start selling sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust you. I think you're weird. I think yeah. you're flaky. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, and I think that's the problem with today because everybody want to do what's popping. So Tanya Ramsey asked me a good question. She said, do you ever get sick of talking about student loans? Mm-hmm. I said, Girl, that's a real good question. Well, there are 48 million Americans. I haven't met them all. Mm-hmm. And they're new ones as of last enrollment. Touché. I'll never be tired. Yeah. In theory, am I tired? Right. 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 But when I meet someone for the first time, like I met a young lady here at this conference, her eyes lit up when I gave her a play, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I never thought." But it, you know that makes me excited. And again, I work too hard to be the authority in this space. To let it go. I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. You know. So I just think that. You know, I don't know why God gave me student loans. He could have gave me makeup. You know, I got good skin. Mm-hmm. He could have gave me anything in the world, but he gave you taxes. He gave me student loans. You know what I'm saying? He right. gave everybody their assignment. Right. And the reason why people don't make the money they're supposed to be making is because they don't understand the assignment. Yes. How many people do you guys know that are organically great at something, yeah. but just are not doing it? Mm-hmm. I have so many good friends that are organically good at hair, organically good at cooking. Orga- I don't want to do that, though. Okay. Michelle okay, cool. be in your bag. <laughs> so how many yeah. gifts did God give you? You know, I know He gave us all, and I'm like I'm good at a lot of stuff too. But the assignment—that's mm-hmm. where the money is. And when you are not sure what that is, if you're not in tune with what the word is, if you're being easily persuaded, if you got the wrong people around you, you know, we didn't have time for this on this podcast. But they can follow me for this part. I talk to a lot of the women when I have IG lives, particularly I call them my late night lives. We get into relationship talks. I'm not doing it in a funny way, but I just be like, I be like, sis, the guy you sit next to, look over. Mm-hmm, him. He don't knew her for the money. <laughs> and, and if I was lying, wouldn't the lives drop? Wouldn't they tell mm-hmm. me I was lying? Mm-hmm. The shit start going up. Mm-hmm. They done invited friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she talking good in here. Y'all better get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that ain't everybody laying next to somebody right. that's not good. Right. But nine times out of ten, you not with your person. Mm-hmm. 
You're not even with the person that you know is supposed to help you get to the next level. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why you can't go up. Well, you got a ball of anchor in your home. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like, like you sometimes you just not doing well and stuff because you don't got the right people around you. Um, and your family is supporting you. Your friends is is is, is shady or, or or not good friends or mm-hmm. they don't understand the vision. The man you dealing with. So, you know, I think it's really important, you know, it's particularly for any woman that's in, you know, the dating stage of her life that's listening. Um, I think that when you're trying to become your next self, your best self, you're working through your student loans, you're, you're working through your career job, uh, upward movement, your entrepreneurship. I do think the conversation that we don't have as women, oftentimes because we're also at that stage, probably looking or wanting a relationship that who you lay next to does affect your income. You know, so it's a, it's a, it's an exchange of energy. Am I exchanging with a man that's on the same level and thinks like I'm thinking that can add value to me? Because it's really those pillow talk conversations that you subconsciously go to sleep with, that you meditate on, mm-hmm. and that you take into your spirit the next day and you get up and go to work. But if you laying next to somebody that don't like their life, that's miserable, that's not hitting their goals at work, they don't know what they got going on, they're unemployed, they can't find a job, they're upset... You think, and then he about to, you know, give whatever to you and put you to sleep. You going to sleep with a negative seed. Facts. Mm. And then you supposed to wake up and be super positive, super happy. So anyway, it's the same advice I give to my male friends that are entrepreneurs. Who you deal with, sir. They, you know, we ain't going to get into entrapment conversations yeah. or anything of that nature. Because mm-hmm. you got target all over your forehead. Mm. Ladies, when you get to bed, you a target too. Mm. You know, but the challenge is, is, you got to know who you spend your time with. We all here can furnish and make more money, but we cannot create more time. Right. And so I'm very selective about who I spend my time with, right. who I want to hang out with, who is allowed to date me. I'm not average. You shouldn't be either. Nice. <laughs> Do you have to make six figures in a month? No. But you better have the drive or the ideology to be able to do something similar. Nice. Or at least don't hinder my back. And then there's roles in the relationship. Now I decide, do I want to date a beta man if I'm an alpha woman? Or do I want another alpha and then who about to be a beta in certain situations? These are things I've had to ask myself. You know, I am dating alpha man and I am a beta when it comes to home and domestic things, right? And so I had to come to peace with that. Like, but I had to make that decision because I'm like, I don't like no beta man. You know, you want to put this money check sometime and I don't listen. So, like, <laughs> here's some things that you got to know about yourself. So, anyway, I think those conversations that we don't really have are super important when we talk about sustaining the money. Because mm-hmm. the wrong person could scare the money off. Oh, and then God don't bless no mess. That's the last gem. Okay, God don't bless no mess. The last gem is, you know, I also feel like when you um, are going upward movement and you have been blessed by God, this is like, this is his mission for you, right? He will hold blessings, in my opinion. Mm. I know this to be true. Dating somebody all wrong, and I'm talking about the money was drying. I'm hitting savings at this point, right? I ain't gonna say what year it is. I'm gonna first get offended. Neil stopped talking to me for like that year. That's a whole year I didn't talk to him. Yeah. And when we start talking again, he said, I couldn't talk to you and see you in a situation that wasn't serving you. Mm. Do y'all know the day I broke up with that man? Like the for real breakup, mm. the real one. That night, this for digital products, I made $25,000. <sighs> I like cry on the floor. Y'all know my, my love language is money. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, Jesus, that's all you like to say. Yeah. Like, we would have been back out of here. Yeah. You would have sent the email. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> and right. so, therefore, we never went back. Okay. So, these things, you know. Gotcha. Love it. 
Well, man, this has been fun, educating, entertaining, all the above. Thank you so much for all the gems. But the last question we always ask everybody, because it's no secret, right? We serve, you know, the culture, right? Melanin millionaire. So to you personally, mm-hmm. what does it mean to be a melanin millionaire? I'm not black. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course you're going to You got a little tan, though. No, my mama black. <laughs> you black. No, that's not right. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> You are so silly. So as a melanated millionaire? Yeah. Uh, that's a, I love it. So for me, um, I am the first person in my family to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm so conscious with my money and how I earn money and how I spend my money that I really want it to be for black people. Yeah. Like I want to get my nails done by black people. I want to get, I want to, you know, my hair. I want to find young black girls to do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to make sure whatever I can support, like, you know, this brand off white. Like I, I, I'm so conscious right. about spending my money with black business owners. Right mm-hmm. now. And now here's the kicker. I also am conscious about how I take money from black people too. I want to be honest with you. I want to give you world-class customer service. This is not a little black business. And anybody in my business that works for me knows that we only operate like that. And the moment you start showing up like that, that's my non-negotiable. I'm going to get you fired real quick. I could be tolerable about a lot of things, but that, is that a little black business, baby? You know, like, and even though I'm, you know, I talk slang, but I'm very strict on certain things, right? And then for me as a millionaire, it's just, giving people um, unconscious belief that they can do the same. Mm-hmm. So if you see me and you know my story, you know I was overdrafted, you know I was broke, you know I was this, I would do all these hardships. It's like, you should really listen to this episode or watch this episode and be like, yeah, I could, yo, that was me. I'm about to go do the same. Right. I didn't say anything about being super special right. or super extraordinary, but I work really hard. Mm-hmm. You're not going to outwork me when it's time to work. Now, I can get comfortable as, you know, me a little too, you know, yeah. but when that dog come out, like, let's clear it out. I know how to pull 24-hour days mm-hmm. and pace myself. Like, oh, so we're going to be up again. We got to be like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just hoping that through your podcast, through other entities, through what they're seeing with me on Instagram, that they're able to be inspired to be a melanated millionaire, too. Mm, love it. Well, guys, no better way to end. Thank you so much for tuning in to the next episode. Peace. Peace. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. If you like this episode, please do us a huge favor. Leave us a five-star review. And if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.